Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. All right, everybody, your question for today, how to be happy based on your brain type. I want to welcome you to the Quick Brain Podcast. This is a show for busy people who want to upgrade their brain so they can learn faster and really live their limitless life. And we're going to talk about happiness today. I don't know many topics that are more important than that. And we're very excited to have back on our show, Dr. Daniel Amen, physician, psychiatrist, He's done over 200,000 brain scans, including my own, <laughs> my own quick brain. Uh, written about a dozen or so New York Times bestselling books, including his latest and greatest, You Happier, Seven Neuroscience Secrets of Feeling Good Based on Your Brain Type. Thanks for being back on the show, Dr. Amen. Hey, Jim. Always great to see you. You and I have uh, been on each other's shows. We have a long-time friendship. And I want to thank you for taking care of my brain and help me to be able to love my brain because I was experiencing brain envy, having had a few traumatic brain injuries. And so I want to thank you for the care from yourself and also your amazing clinic, uh, which people could find out more about online. We'll put all the links at uh, jimquick.com forward slash notes. So this subject about happiness, I wanted to have you back on our show because it seems like people are pretty unhappy the past couple of years. Is that objective or is this subjective? Americans are the unhappiest they've been since the Great Depression. Before the pandemic, we were at epidemic levels of addiction, depression, suicide. Since 1999, suicide had gone up 33%. And then boom, the pandemic with the isolation, the fear, the social stress, the political divide, the vaccination divide. Families are mad at each other and people are sadder than ever before because we need connection. And all of a sudden what we have is disconnection, fear, and anger because there's a lack of trust in the people we want to trust, like the CDC and the FDA. And depression doubled. And worse, it doubled in children. I've never seen anything like it in my 40 years of being a psychiatrist. And you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I lost my dad. I had to close my clinic in New York for three weeks. It was stressful. And when I thought about, well, what's my next book? I'm like, what do I want to think about for a year? I want to think about happiness because we need it now more than ever before. And as I was doing my research, I came across a video by Dennis Prager called Why Be Happy? And he basically says happiness is a moral obligation. When I grew up, that idea was nowhere to be found. And he said, just think about it. If you are raised by an unhappy parent or married to an unhappy spouse or raising an unhappy child, 
whether or not happiness is an ethical issue because of how you impact other people. I guarantee you people will say it's an ethical issue. And I love that because people think it's fluff. Oh, you're going to talk about hedonism. And I'm like, no, hedonism is the enemy of happiness. There are very specific things to do, but our society lies to us. Money will make you happy to about $75,000 a year. And then there's no relationship at all with happiness and money or open happiness. You know, the slogan from Coca-Cola, it's a lie. It's open obesity and diabetes. and Those things go with depression. One of my favorite lies is don't worry, be happy. Because the research on Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy song is the opposite. The people who have low levels of anxiety actually die early from accidents and preventable illnesses. Let's talk about the right dose of anxiety rather than you shouldn't have any. So these statistics can make somebody who's listening or watching on YouTube, which I encourage you to do that as we put the extended version of this conversation on there, can make somebody unhappy. So there's no pill for happiness, but a lot of people prescribe it as if it's, or advice as if it's one size fits all. And they leave out the most important thing, which is the human brain. In the book, you talk about brain types and how it relates to happiness. Can we discuss that? book is centered around the seven, what I call neuroscience secrets of happiness. We just recently went over 200,000 scans. And one of the first big lessons we learned is everybody's got a different brain. Some people are balanced. Some are spontaneous. They love surprises. They need novelty. What makes them happy is very different than the persistent type. Their frontal lobes work too hard. They're sort of worried and rigid, a little bit inflexible. And if things don't go their way, they get upset. They hate surprises and they love routine. And then there's the sensitive type who need connection. They're very empathic. They make great therapists and the cautious, they need safety. They need security. They need peace. They can't deal with a lot of conflict and chaos, where the spontaneous type loves conflict, loves chaos. So what would you say for somebody in our community, they're very into brain health and learning all the time. How do they start to generate happiness or protect their happiness? Where's the starting point for this? So one, know your type. And if you know your type, then you can generate what makes me uniquely happy. And then for the book, I did a study on 500 consecutive patients. I gave them the Oxford happiness questionnaire. And then we scanned them and analyzed the scans. If you have low frontal lobe function, you're much more likely to be unhappy. Uh, optimizing the physical function of your brain is crucial to happiness. And one of the most important things I discovered is you want to supplement your brain because 90% of Americans do not eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. And you end up with deficits in things like omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D, magnesium. And my favorite happiness supplement is happy saffron. When I first started imaging, I realized some of the medications I prescribed, like benzos and opiates, were bad for the brain. 
And so I'm like, well, what are the natural things I can do to optimize your brain as a psychiatrist? I've been following the science of Saffron for about 20 years, and there are 24 randomized controlled trials showing about 30 milligrams of a specific extract of saffron is equally effective as antidepressant medication to boost your mood. Saffron also has studies showing it enhances memory, also has studies showed that enhances sexuality. There's actually two studies showing it can reverse the side effects of SSRIs. If people pre-order the book, they get a bottle of happy saffron along with our 30-day happiness challenge and a new cookbook that Tana developed specifically because you want to eat. That's one of the strategies. Eat for your brain type. I say you only want to love food that loves you back. We are not loving food in this country that loves us back, which is why we're sicker than virtually any developed country in the world. People are watching this uh, on video on YouTube. As opposed to Spotify or iTunes, I'm wearing a shirt that says uh, mental health. And you and I both believe that good mental health starts with good brain health. And the food you eat matters, especially for your gray matter. And if you're not getting it through your meals, then you have to be able to supplement. We're starting a brand new book club, and we're very excited about this. People have been asking about this for years and years. They, and we know that leaders are readers, that if an expert like yourself has decades of experience and you put it into a book and somebody could buy your book, and then read it in a few days, they could download decades of wisdom and experience and research and knowledge into days, which is the fastest way to fast track your learning and also your life. And so we're going to read it with everybody. And we're happy to announce we're going to add you happier to our book club. And so we're going to spend a month reading it together. And I'll show people memory tricks on how to remember what they read because nothing worse than reading a book and forgetting what you just read. Where do people find out more about the book? So if they go to you happier, Y-O-U, happier.com, it has all the ways to order the book and redeem the gifts. So we're really excited. Thousands of people have already done it. And we are hoping uh, to help people get happier. As you get happier, the people you love will be happier as well. E. I love that. In the book, which I really enjoyed, you talk about different decisions that people can make or questions that they could ask themselves to be happier. We don't have time to go through all of them. And I encourage people to get a copy of their book for themselves and also a copy of book to gift to somebody else. But maybe let's talk about um, some of those decisions, a few of those decisions or questions. So secret number five is master your mind and gain psychological distance from the noise in your head, the book is filled with tiny habits. What's the smallest thing you can do that'll make the biggest difference? One of my favorite strategies is notice the micro moments of happiness. Me just looking at your background, I love it. And that's like a micro moment of happiness. I just, I appreciate all of the work you do, right? I didn't have to win a Nobel prize. I could just look at something and go, oh, that's so cool. But then notice that's a micro moment of happiness. And I notice because one of the things I want to do is drip dopamine. I don't want to dump it. When you win a Nobel prize or you win the NBA or you win a gold medal, it dumps dopamine. But the more that happens, the more you actually wear out your pleasure centers. You never want to 
dump this neurotransmitter. That's why I said earlier, hedonism is the enemy of happiness. You want to drip it. So when I make eye contact with Tana, I'm dripping mm -hmm. dopamine. Or I see my granddaughter at the park and we're playing basketball. It's dripping dopamine. And it's beginning to really pay attention to the micro moments of happiness and write them down so that when you feel down, you can go, oh, the sip of brain healthy hot chocolate every day drips dopamine. I have this list of like 150 things that are just micro moments of happiness. You talk about in your work, killing ants, these automatic negative thoughts. I would imagine some of those thoughts that people have, especially of recent, is making them more sad and taking away further happiness. What advice would you give to somebody in our community that maybe struggles with the negative self-talk? So there's two big strategies in the book I talk about. One is give your mind a name so that you can psychologically distance from the noise in your head. I love that. And I named my mind after my pet raccoon when I was 16. And then Whenever you feel sad or mad or nervous or out of control, write down what you're thinking. I call them ants, automatic negative thoughts, and they infest people's minds. And if you write it down and then take it through a series of questions I talk about in the book, pretty soon your mind is really focused on truth rather than the negative, abusive chatter that's going on in your head. There's a New Testament verse I like, John 8, 32, know the truth and the truth will set you free. Too often people lie to each other, I am not enough, and they hurt themselves. I adopted my two nieces, they're now 17 and 12, their parents couldn't stop the addictive behavior they had. And the older one came to me a couple of weeks ago and she says, I need a department of Homeland Security in my head. Like thoughts just get in that don't belong there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to hire Denzel Washington from The Equalizer and Rocky Balboa from the Rocky movies. They're going to be my TSA agents. And so I'm not letting things in. I'm not letting people in or bad thoughts in that damage my self-esteem and my sense of self. And I just love that. And she is working on disciplining her mind. You don't have to believe every stupid thing you think. And oh, by the way, thoughts, they come from all sorts of places, including thoughts that are written in your genetic code. If your parents go through trauma, they wrote that in their genetic code that they then gave to you. It's just fascinating area of science called epigenetics. And so it's good to discipline our minds, much like you discipline a child, right? Discipline doesn't mean to punish, it means to teach. And you have to teach your mind to help you rather than just let it be the wild west that hurts you. And you could stand guard to your mind also in terms of what you're letting in. A lot of uh, negative news, you and I have talked about this, if it bleeds, it leads. And it's not necessarily the, those platforms and the business of news as much as it is to get people paying attention, selling advertisements. And that's an algorithm that the more, you know, when your amygdala gets hijacked by things that are threatening and scary, it doesn't leave a lot of bandwidth for 
possibility and opportunity and what you could be grateful for. So it's putting borders and boundaries around your things that you value and your emotions, your time, your heart as well. Let's give everybody the website one more time for the new book. Youhappier.com. Youhappier.com. Dr. Amen, thank you so much for the work that you do. Thank you for being so supportive of me and our family and our, and our team also as well, and taking such good care of our community. Well, I adore you, Jim, and I am just so grateful for you and for all the people you touch. I love to have sort of a partner, brain warrior, making the world a better place. Change your brain, as you said, change your life. Change your brain, we could change the world. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour. Yeah, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.